Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code SPOTIFY for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Hello, movie friends. Anthony here. I'm going to do a review of Assassin's Creed Valhalla, which I played on PS5. This was the first game I've played since Assassin's Creed Black Flag back in, I think it was 2014. That was the last video game I played in a major way. I've played things like Fortnite and some Call of Duty off and on just like a couple of times at friends' houses. So for almost 10 years, I haven't gamed at all. We have the PS5 now and we're getting Hogwarts Legacy. I was like, you know, I want to get back into gaming. I do find it appealing, the immersive nature of games and how far the technology has come, how far the creation has come. All these incredible environments and games that so many incredible and talented artists are making nowadays, I find them fascinating. And I do like the immersion and being able to shut your brain off for a couple of hours and play a game. So I was like, I want to get back into it. I tried a couple of games out and I want to thank Calvin, Calvin Camp from the Calvin Camp podcast for sending me his games, and I tried a few. I tried The Witcher 3, and uh, within two hours of that, I realized how big of a commitment that would be and how intense it is. And so I was deciding not to play that. I tried a couple other games. I tried Fortnite. Fortnite's pretty fun, but it wasn't quite as... It wasn't quite as fun as I was expecting. I played it four or five times, and I was like, oh, it's kind of like a little... I don't know. I'm not. It's not my cup of tea, I would say. Although I was pretty good at it. I won two games out of five. But I would say, I was like, let's try something I'm more comfortable with. How about I play Assassin's Creed, one of the newer ones? I always loved the Assassin's Creed games. I played the first four or five. all Whenever they came out, I bought them and, and played them. I always really loved that franchise. So I was like, I think it might be safe to start with a franchise I'm familiar with and with gameplay I'm familiar with. And I, I, I did some research and saw qu- pretty quickly that Assassin's Creed Valhalla as well as Odyssey and Origins are quite different from previous Assassin's Creed games. They're much larger in scope. They're fully fledged RPGs. The maps are humongous and there's a lot more to do. I knew that would be pretty daunting and I saw that like the completion time was around what 40 to 50 hours, uh, no 100 hours I think if you do everything and then 35 hours for the full story completion. I was like I I can do that. And so I gave it a shot and I played it for a few hours and I really enjoyed it. I liked it. I liked the immediacy of the combat. Although the combat is clunky at first, once you get special abilities and develop more skills, it becomes a lot more fun and engaging and you can in a lot of ways customize your combat based on what kind of player you are and what your tendencies are and what you like to do. So although the combat was a little off at first, once you got enough stuff in your utility belt, 
It was actually quite enjoyable and very fun, and they had great kill cutscenes and stuff, so I found the combat to be pretty fun. I like to do a combination of arrows with fast weapons. I like to I dual-wielded axe with uh, the large dagger. That ended up being my favorite combo, just running up to dudes and just like quickly attacking them and tearing them to pieces. That was like ended up being my favorite playing style. I did all, all sorts of kind of weapons things, which I'll get into. So I'll say I really enjoyed playing the game for a time. And for about a week and a half, and I would say maybe like eight sessions of playing, I had a blast. However, I will say that the size of the game, the scope of all the maps, and just the sheer insurmountable number of side quests, mysteries, loot to gather, it just uh, got to be overwhelming. And it got to the point where whenever I look at the map, I'm like, oh my god, there's so much to do. And so I, I suppose that I think, I don't, I think I'll stop playing for now, especially with Hogwarts coming. And I got to 60% of Eivor's story, which I thought was pretty good. It, it did get a little little messy and kind of confusing here and there. They did a, a pretty solid job. Obviously, the story has to withstand many hours of gameplay. So they, it's, it's, I'm sure it's a challenge to write that. It's not like it's a 90-minute movie. But I will say it, was, it did get kind of confusing and a little all over the place at times. But I will say I found the environments and the exploratory nature to be the highlight of the game especially in Norway, and you start out in Norway, and I would say Norway is still, even after I've been through most of England, highlight of the game was Norway, just being able to travel through these Arctic tundras and climb the snowy mountain peaks and fight that polar bear and the elk. I, I really loved wandering around Norway. I was kind of disappointed when I found out how small it was and how it was like, the Norway quest was like a prelude opening up the game itself. So it was like a prologue. And England's great. I mean, there's so many great parts of England. And I found the design of the game to be really impressive. The landscapes, the nature, the weather, the mechanics, the, the fog, the lighting, the sunlight from dusk, dawn, evenings, full on day, middle of the day. Really terrific stuff in as like my first segue back into gaming, I thought it was really great to see how far video game design has come. And clearly a lot of thought and care was put into this game by a lot of really talented people who probably put a ton of work into developing this game. And kudos to them because it was really immersive. Uh, the score was fantastic. I really loved the music. And I would say the mission quests were, for the most part, pretty fun. That being said... From what I read, Odyssey and Origins don't have many of the assassin elements that fans of the game franchise have grown to love and admire and really want. And so I read that with Valhalla, they added those assassin elements back into the game so you can, you know, do assassin missions, you can approach a raid stealth and try to take, one out, take everyone out stealth-wise without being seen, or you can just full-on run into a, a camp and and trying to raid their their area. A lot of fun how you can pick or choose which one you want to do. I love riding the horse around. I like the character customization. Uh, the outfits were terrific. The weapons were fantastic. There's so many options too. And I got a couple of great weapons. And I tried every weapon out. Eventually, like I said, the, the Darren's Axe and the Dagger were was my favorite combination. I tried the Warm Hammer, which I liked a lot. I tried... Uh, a couple of the swords. I tried the bone biter dual, uh, dual two-handed axe. I tried the Fafnir's fang. 
it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. If you're an athlete, you know the greatest motivator of all is the fear of letting your teammates down. After all, a team is only as good as its weakest link. So you owe it to those wearing the same jersey as you to be your best every time you step on the field. That's why there's no vape in team. When you vape, you can expose your lungs to toxic chemicals that can damage your lungs. If you're a step behind, the team's a step behind. Brought to you by The Real Cost and the FDA. I tried a couple of the spears. Uh, and I ended up, and I also tried a shield. I tried a couple of shields with a big hammer or with a sword. And then ultimately I found that with my playing style, I like to move fast. I like to charge like whenever I played Call of Duty, I generally was just like the kind of guy that would just run around the map trying to take out as many people as fast as possible. So that's just like my playing style. So I, I like getting very into it and I like being quick and fast and breakneck pace. That's my playing style. I found playing with the shield to be kind of slow and clunky and just like not quite the, the speed that I liked. So I, I ended up with the dagger and with the axe. So I had the axe in my main hand and the dagger in my second hand. I was able to parry really quickly and easily. And then the axe, even though it's not the strongest or fastest weapon, I think it had ultimately the best overall stats, both power, stun, and agility, where it was a 50 speed, and then I got it up to 100 uh, attack and then like 110 stun. So it was very powerful and fast enough. Not super fast, but then the dagger's 80 speed and obviously half the power, but being able to just like spar, parry really quick, and then I could just like unload on them with slashes with the dagger and then really do damage with the axe once I built it up. I liked how the weapon design allowed you to upgrade really easily. Although it, it ended up getting, I will say it ended up getting pretty difficult when you needed to use carbon ingots. No, not when you had to use nickel ingots to start upgrading your weapons because it was so hard to find nickel Carbon ingots seem to be pretty easy to find, but the nickel, oh my god, I'm like always just, I was stuck without being able to upgrade any, any of my weapons further than the carbon upgrade because I just couldn't find nickel anywhere. And then I finally did get nickel, and then for two more gameplays after that, I couldn't find nickel anywhere else. So I think nickel, I think, was kind of restricting the, the limited availability of nickel to be able to upgrade your weapons into uh, legendary and so I think that was definitely an aspect of the game that I didn't love how how hard it was to come by some of the rare resources like titanium and nickel. And but I mean I understand that they want you to spend a lot of time playing the game, so it, it makes sense in that regard. But I was like, I need to upgrade this axe. It's been fucking twelve hours. But it's it still I got the axe to be quite strong. But I do like how the weapon selection. It wasn't like you had a hundred weapons throughout the game you had a pretty modest number of weapons that you could upgrade. And I like how rather than just constantly getting more powerful weapons, you can pick a weapon that you like and just upgrade that, which is what I did with the with the axe and the, and the dagger. I like that aspect of the game. I also liked the different kinds of outfits and cloaks and things you could wear. 
being upgrade, being able to upgrade those, being able to put runes into your weapon slots to give them different abilities, whether it be more power, more speed, more agility, fire resistance, what have you. So I like the, I really enjoyed the customization of your weapon and uh, of your weapons and your utility box. Basically, uh, I like the bows. I really, I really became a fan of the hunting bow. The that I think was my favorite to, favorite one to work with. I, I had the uh, the predator bow too i didn't quite like the zoom in into the sight of the predator bow it kind of threw me off especially during battles i ended up getting pretty accurate with the hunter bow being able to get headshots pretty easily on enemy soldiers so i really gravitated towards that and got like i think i had like 24 arrow capacity in my in my bow in, in my uh what do you quill whatever that is that holds the fucking arrows i can't remember and so I ended up really liking the Hunter Arrows. And it is great. I think a benefit to the game's gameplay in combat is how often you can find arrows lying around in baskets of arrows. Uh, so that was definitely helpful to constantly have the arrows because I liked utilizing both long-range attacks as well as fast, close combat attacks. That was my favorite playing style. I will say, though, the combat ended up getting quite redundant, even with the special abilities... I'd like to. I'd try to mix up and try out different abilities. My favorites ended up being the uh, Valkyrie dive. I liked the the three arrow shots at the same time. I liked the what do you call it? The, the chain that you could slash into someone and pull them towards you, like Scorpion from Mortal Kombat, whatever that weapon's called. I can't remember. So there were some cool special abilities. I ended up, even though I had you have eight at your disposal at one time, I ended up really just going to three or four as like my bread and butter. So the other ones weren't really that useful. Oh, I like the axe throwing one. The axe throwing one I liked as well. So those are my four. Even though you have eight, I really only primarily used those four. I found the other ones to not really be that useful in most cases. And so I just never, I just had them, I had them equipped, but I never used them. I just ended up liking those four specifically. And I never found abilities that I, that I found that I was like, I wanted to do instead of those four. So I think they, maybe they could have done a little bit of a better job with, with more special abilities, but that's just my opinion. Uh, but I will say at first, one of the highlights to this game was raiding where you can just go down the river and raid enemy forts or fortresses or even like uh, well-fortified farms. It was a lot of fun. It was like super cool. Like, oh fuck, I'm gonna we're gonna raid all these all these people and steal their stuff and get that loot. However, I will say by the twentieth raid, it did get a little redundant and it kind of lost its appeal and its excitement. All they did was all they do is uh, obviously up up the challenging nature of it. It gets more difficult to raid uh, certain fortresses and they just amp up how difficult it is. Even though it was challenging and in that regard, it was it did make it a little bit more excited ultimately i just found myself like i've done this 20 times this exact thing it's just a little harder but i'm still killing these dudes i'm still looting this chest and so i found myself to just kind of get a little bored with the raids even though they're supposed to be one of the most exciting parts of the game and especially with the longboats i was hoping for a long for naval combat with the longboats in some kind of way because one of the highlights to the entire Assassin's Creed franchise, from what I've played, so five or six games now, has got to be the naval warfare in Assassin's Creed Black Flag, which was always, always so much fun and exciting. You know how, how many times I got into battles with other ships, 
I really enjoyed that. And I it was it was kind of the opposite of raids where the more raids I did, the more bored I got with it. But then with in Black Flag, the more naval combats I got into, the more I enjoyed it. And I was like, this is fucking awesome. Let's go raid that ship. Let's take them out. And I was like, it's Pirates of the Caribbean. Oh, shit. So I really enjoyed that. But it, I would say Valhalla didn't have that that re- repeat value that the naval warfare did for the raids in Valhalla. So I gotta say that uh, the raids just ended up being just like the same thing over and over again. And I would say that about the quests too, especially with the main storyline quests. I got up to a, a six, over 60% of Eivor's story and it just felt like every quest ended up being just like not at that exciting. There were some fun ones. There were some boss, fun, some fun boss fights. Uh, a couple of good, like I said, creature fights like the uh, the legendary animals. But I found uh, the majority of the missions to be, I mean, just kind of like meh. And it was, some of them were very exciting. Some of them were really cool. But I found most of them to just be like not that exciting. And so I just ended up being like, oh, I'm not sure if I want to play this game anymore, especially with Hogwarts coming out. But I will say, like, the landscapes, again, are definitely a highlight of the game. Uh, I, I just wish the maps were a little bit smaller. And there was just less things to do. Because when you look at the map, it's it can be overwhelming when there's, like, 200 icons on the map of, like, just England. And you're like, oh, my God, how am I ever going to find time to do all this? Especially when, you know, you, you're looking for loot and it's like, oh my god, here we go, now I gotta find the underground tunnel to get to this underground area, those ended up, they were fun at first, fun little puzzles at first, but then it got to be like, god damn it, it's under a fucking underground thing, isn't it, now I have to find the entrance and get the key, find the key, so I would say just the lack of exciting, the lack of new, I would say, it was just, things weren't fresh every, like, it was like, by the 10th, by the 50th loot thing I've I found, I was just like, okay, here we go with another chest. And okay, I did all this. I spent 30 minutes finding this secret tunnel and getting this book of knowledge. And it's something I'm never going to use. And so I would say also like the side quests, the rewards weren't always great. Whether it be a weapon you're never even going to use or an ability you're never going to lo- use or a book of knowledge that's useless. Or like some random like like a, a treasure map or or all sorts of things. They were just like, it seems like the rewards, I wanted them to be, keep getting better and bigger, but they ended up just being, for the most part, kind of useless. And I guess it just made me, it made me less motivated to even look for loot. I ended up just like, for the last two days that I played the game, I was like, I'm just doing story quest missions and that's it. That's that's all I'm doing. And I just stopped looking for the, I stopped doing the mysteries. I stopped doing uh, the artifacts. I stopped doing... Uh, the um the fucking the paper that flies around the air I stopped doing the the loot and I just was just like I'm just gonna focus on story because I wasn't getting the rewards that I was hoping for and compound that by the fact that there's thousands of fucking things to get so it just I would say a little overwhelming in terms of how many things there are and underwhelming with how big the with how small the rewards are for these things and I mean I just think that maybe they went too big with Assassin's Creed with the last three games from what I read about the other two. It looks like Assassin's Creed Mirage looks like a step in the right direction from what I've seen and what I've read about it. But that being said, I did really enjoy playing this game for quite a good amount of time. I I had a blast. I I just loved 
being a Viking. I loved the Norse mythology they put into it. I, I, I enjoyed the Asgard sequences, and that map was a lot of fun. Uh, I enjoyed fighting the giant wolf. So I, I, there were fantastical elements to it that I, I really enjoyed, like that you like get to hang out with Thor. In I know that Munior is a weapon that you can get, and you can find Thor's armor in the game. So I, I, I appreciated the, the mythology of that culture and how it was intricately placed into the storyline. Clearly, a lot of research was done and a lot of work was and care was put into the crafting of that map and of the lore put into the game. So I, I did appreciate that. And I, I find Norse mythology and Norse culture to be really fascinating. Uh, I like the character customization. Eivor, I went with... He has like the the shaved heads, but the long hair tied on the back, and then I gave him like a tied beard, and I like the eye tattoos all around his eyes, and then I I always wore armor. I like the I like the the blue hunter armor. I, I really thought that was a really cool look, and even though it wasn't as strong as the ladder armors, I just thought it looked fucking badass, so I kept that. And I thought it's, it's funny how people can even go without any armor and just be totally exposed because it looks awesome with the tattoos. So I did like the character customization. I liked the building of your of Ravensthorpe. I liked the different trades people that you can build uh, huts for, that you can build uh, structures for to carry out their business and how it can improve you as a player, whether it be train your horses and ravens or get new tattoos and cosmetics or hunting or the barracks with uh, hiring mercenaries to join your crew uh the the shipyard the fishing hut like i did like those aspects i thought it was fun i thought it was cool how i was building a settlement and improving it and i did i that was i always focused on that i did every whenever i could i i raided to make sure that i could get the raw materials to build new huts for different vendors and different tradespeople. and i like that i like doing the feast and how it did really did really feel like ravensthorpe was a community and you got to know the characters and it got to the point where like I knew I didn't even have to look at the map when I was in Ravensthorpe. If I needed to go somewhere specific, I knew it so well that I could just walk to it. Uh, so I, I did like the Ravensthorpe settlement aspect of it. That was uh, something I enjoyed doing and developing. And it kind of brought in someone who grew up playing Age of Empires, kind of brought that kind of feeling into the Assassin's Creed world uh, with Valhalla here. So that was something I really enjoyed. And I mean, I would say that if the if the game was smaller and a little bit more focused and it wasn't quite so overwhelming with things to do and things to gather and find and mysteries, and I think it would have been a stronger game. I do like that they did add more assassin stuff into this game. Like you can uh, choose to seek out members of, of the order that you want to take out and the codex and stuff. So that was fun. And, and the stealth stuff, stealth aspects of the gameplay are just so reminiscent of what I remembered of trying to blend in, of using everything you can from haystacks to uh, tall grass and wheat to hide from uh, enemy soldiers. I like the assassination attacks, how it's not all, especially with stronger uh, antagonists and soldiers, like you have to do a double attack where you do the initial assassination and then it has a prompt to line up uh, with, with line up the digit the line within a certain like circle to finish off the person who's stronger. So I like that added as, uh, element to the assassinations as well as when you get the uh, the skill in that skill tree 
you can throw an axe to assassinate someone nearby if you assassinate someone. So I like that. The skill tree, I saw a lot of hate online about the skill tree. I found it pretty cool. I liked how you could customize and, and pick and choose the skills you developed as a player and as an assassin. I all I geared towards uh, attack. So like the melee attacks, heavy attack, all that stuff. I geared towards the red branch of the tree instead of stealth and health. because I just like being as imposing and brawly as possible. And so that... I always, whenever I got new skill points, I always went in the red. <laughs> Sometimes I did blue and yellow, but then I was like, fuck these. I don't need stealth skills. I'm just going in. I'm running into every raid. Guns blazing. Fuck it. <laughs> fuck it. So I did. I actually did like the skill tree and how you could gear yourself towards, oh, there's this skill I want to get. So I'm going to hit these buttons first. That way I can make that skill available next time I get skill points. So I did like the skill tree. I thought it was... Uh, it was, I thought it was pretty fun to play around with, and I liked how you could reset it however you wanted. You weren't stuck with your choices. So even though it's something fans didn't like from what I read. Your brain needs support, and new Ollie Brainy Chews are a delightful way to take care of your cognitive health. Made with scientifically backed ingredients like Thai ginger, L-theanine, and caffeine, Brainy Chews support healthy brain function and help you find your focus, stay chill, or get energized. Be kind to your mind and get these nootropic chews at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y dot These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. It was nice, at least, that they made it so that you could customize it and change it, customize it again, or even just let it automatically pick for you so you didn't even have to think about it. But I, I actually liked the skill tree. I thought it was pretty cool. And, no, and so, I mean, Assassin's Creed Valhalla, ultimately, I played probably, I don't know, 15 hours maybe? Maybe maybe somewhere between 15 and 20 hours over a two-week period. For the most part, I really enjoyed it. And for the most part, I was really fully immersed, especially when I was wearing headphones. Uh, it was really beautiful game design, stunning landscapes. Again, Norway, I think, was a highlight. And it was, it was sad to leave so soon. And I know you could go back to it, but there's just like not much to do when you're in Norway. And I did like the combat, especially once you develop more skills and abilities. It got to be more fun, customizable, and a little bit more exciting. And I would say ultimately the game ended up just being both too big in scale and just too repetitive. And so I lost my excitement for raiding. I lost my excitement for looking for mysteries and loot. Like, I remember in Norway, I was like, oh, I got to find everything. And I've literally found everything on the map. And then I got to England. And I was like, oh, fuck, there's like 200 of these. And then I was like, oh, I just lost my interest in it. So I think that's something that I hope they can improve with Mirage. Because if Mirage gets good reviews, I might give it a chance. Because I do still love the Assassin's Creed saga. But, I mean, those are my big qualms with the game. Too big. Too redundant. Uh, it lost its freshness within probably 12 hours of gameplay. And then I did feel like I was plateaued with my weapons advancement for quite a long period of time when I couldn't get any nickel. And that's because I chose, I, I did try, try out a lot of weapons and I, I really enjoyed the axe and dagger combo and I just couldn't upgrade them for the longest time. So I was just kind of, I was kind of pissed, like in, unable to find nickel at all. So I guess, yeah, I just felt like I was plateaued and it just stopped being as exciting as it was in the first 12 hours of gameplay. But it was a good start. So hopefully they can uh, make some adjustments to the next game, make it smaller in scope. Uh, ultimately, I thought it was a very good experience. I got back into gaming, and I'm ex extremely excited for Hogwarts Legacy. And I've also been reading up on Red Dead Redemption 2. 
and I think that might be a game I'm going to play very soon as well. If anyone has uh, any recommendations as well, let me know, and also let me know what you think about Red Dead Redemption 2, because I like how uh, the animation just looks stunning, and it looks completely immersive, and from what I read, it's not like Assassin's Creed, where it does have a giant map, but it stays fresh and new and exciting with every side quest that you do. Uh, whereas uh, Assassin's Creed Valhalla got quite uh, repetitive, like I said. So those are probably next up on my radar, Hogwarts and Red Dead, number two. Uh, but if you have any recommendations, let me know. And thank you for listening to this review of Assassin's Creed Valhalla. Out of 10, I would give this game a 7.5 rating. It was a lot of fun and very impressive. However, it did have those drawbacks, like I said, and was far from a perfect game. Uh, that being said, I enjoyed killing plenty of Christians and bad guys and stealing all their gold. Let me know what you think about this review. We have a lot more coming your way on the show, as well as the movies and TV shows review. We are going to be doing weekly Hogwarts Legacy episodes. They're not just going to be reviews, but we'll keep you posted with what we're doing in the game, what we like about the game, and all sorts of analysis and breakdowns. So stay tuned for those. Have a great rest of your day, and see you next time.